Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fitz's Sports Show. Now this, this right here is a special episode. This is my first ever episode on YouTube. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, thank you for being here. Make sure to click the subscribe button. We got a lot of great content coming. And if you're a listener who's listened to me on audio for the last you know, couple months, head on over to YouTube. Join the family on YouTube. Click subscribe. It means a lot to me. We got a new look, new logo. We got a nice overlay. YouTube is going to be looking nice. I'm not even going to lie to you. I put a lot of work, a lot of effort into it. So it means a lot to me if you'd head on over there. At least check it out. If you don't like it, you don't want to be there, it's fine. No hard feelings. But if you do like it, please make sure to check it out and drop a subscribe. Thank you for being here today. We're going to do an NFL freestyle. That's me. As you see, I have my computer right here. Normally, I take you know, notes and I write up my episode and how I want to deliver it and what I want to talk about. We're going to do an NFL freestyle talking about what happened during this week of NFL action. And then we're going to do our top five. Uh, Super Bowl contenders, so it's the, my top five, my top five teams in the NFL. So the teams who I think are the most dominant, the teams who I think right now have the best chance at winning the Super Bowl. Now that's subject to change, so don't come at me too much when I don't put your favorite team on there. Then we're also going to do the state of college football. It's going to be a good episode. Thank you guys for being here. But without further ado, let's just hop right into it. Why waste time? NFL freestyle. Here we go. So. We had a great Thursday night game. Seattle ended up beating Arizona. I also forgot to mention, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to try to do my best to keep my eyes on the camera. But keep in mind, my notes and when I'm freestyling, I'm on ESPN. I will be looking at my computer a lot. So if you're someone who likes the eye contact, doesn't want me to ever look away from the camera then this might not be the platform for you. Head on over to Spotify, Apple, you know, podcasts, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts from, we're there, and just listen to the audio version. We got a lot of great stuff coming. Stay tuned. Click subscribe. Head on over to social media, too. Head on over to Instagram, Facebook. Follow me on Fit to Sports Show. We post a lot of great content there. We're going to be doing giveaways in the future, so you don't want to miss out on that. But, yeah, Thursday night we had Seahawks versus Cardinals. Seahawks end up pulling out the win. Uh, they're a team that uh, the Cardinals. I like them a lot this year. I like Kyler Murray. They might just not be quite there yet. They're six and four. They're still a good team. They're battling for a playoff spot, but they're not. Kyler Murray needs more time. He needs to get a little older. The whole team as a whole, they're about a year away. Next year, I'm expecting the Cardinals to be a really good team. Seahawks pull out with a win. Uh, they improved to seven and three. If you're the Seahawks, you're feeling pretty good about your team this year and where you're at. Uh, if we look at the standings right now, you're in first. The Rams play the Buccaneers tonight, I believe. Wait, did they play the Buccaneers? Rams, Buccaneers. Let me check. Uh, can't see Monday. Oh, yeah. Rams, Buccaneers tonight. So you're ahead of the Rams right now. If the Rams win tonight, they're going to continue to be tied with you. Um, Arizona's at 6-4. and four. You got the division win versus them. San Francisco's out of it at 4-6. and six. Seattle, you're feeling good about yourself. Russell Wilson's kind of cooled off a little bit. He was in the MVP race. Now he's not. Uh, that's going to Patrick Mahomes. If you have any debate, I don't want to hear any. I get it. Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. I get it. 
You know, there's a lot of guys who are fighting for the MVP race, but it got settled last night. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the NFL MVP. If you don't believe me, just watch. As Bruno Mars would say, don't believe me, just watch. But yeah, Seattle got a good win last night. Heading into the the week, we had the Browns beating the Eagles, which is a big one for my Dallas Cowboys. It's Victory Monday. The first one in a while, my Cowboys get a big, much-needed win. The Browns handle the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, at this point, how much longer are you going to stick by Wentz? So he went 21-35, 235 yards, and two touchdowns. I don't know how you can stick by him much longer. I'm sure the Jalen Hurts, the whispers in Doug Peterson's ear, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, is getting louder. It's getting louder. It's getting harder to push away. If you're an Eagles fan, I'm, I'm interested to see how you're going to defend him going forward through more interceptions. Just has not been the Carson Wentz that a lot of Eagles fans were hoping for. Me personally, I'm loving it because I've just spent the past, since Dak and Wentz got in the league, there's been this big debate. Is it Prescott or is it Wentz? Who's the best quarterback in the NFC least? And... You know, the Eagles fans have been pushing Carson Wentz hard. Us Cowboys fans, we pushed Dak Prescott hard. Now, I don't want to hear no one talk to me about that argument. If you're going to talk to me, just don't. Don't at me. I don't want to hear none of that. Carson Wentz is not a better quarterback. At this point, he's not even the best, the second best quarterback in the division. You probably got Dak Prescott, uh, Daniel Jones, slash Alex Smith, uh, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, well, no, let's restart it. Dak, uh, Alex Smith slash Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, who got a win, let's go, and Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz. That's the order for the NFC East quarterback. The Browns, they got a win. Big win for the Browns. They're 7-3. and three. They're looking good. They're looking for a playoff opportunity. The Saints with no Drew Brees. Uh, f- figured out a way to pull it out versus the Falcons. Taysom Hill, 18 of 23, 233 yards. He ran the ball for two t- two touchdowns. Michael Thomas had 100 yards receiving. Saints, who that? We're gonna talk about them more in the f- more in later on in this episode. The Bengals and Washington. Washington pulled out a win, 20 to nine. The big story of this one, obviously, prayers up to Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, reports coming out now. ACL. MCL, it's not looking good. A lot of structural damage in that knee. Hopefully, he he's able to return to full capacity. He's the guy that, if you've been listening to this podcast uh, in the past couple weeks, I've been harping about. I love Joe Burr. I love his game. He's made the Bengals a fun team to watch. Uh, at 2-7, and seven, there wasn't much hope for the Bengals to begin with, but at this point, it's definitely all gone. There is no hope if you're a Cincinnati fan. Just got to hope Joe Burrow can heal up, get him back next year, hopefully. Washington, they meet my Dallas Cowboys, so there's not a lot of hope left for them either. I'm joking, of course. Probably will end up beating us Thanksgiving. Lions beat, Lions lost to the Panthers, got shut out 20-0. to Oof. That is, I don't even, I didn't even watch that game. I, I, this is my first time ever seeing that Lions really got shut out. What happened? Let's look at the box score. Stafford, 18 of 33, 178 yards. Wow. Um, 
P.J. Walker started at quarterback. 24-34, 258 yards, one touchdown, one interception. All right, good for the Panthers. Not going to make it too much of a difference in the grand scheme of things. Steelers beat the Jaguars, no surprise, 27-3. Titans beat the Ravens. The Ravens, they're in a tail slide right now. They are falling to third in their division. Cleveland hops them. They're fighting for a playoff spot. Look, if you're the Ravens, you are getting a little bit nervous. You have your schedule coming up. You get Pittsburgh, who's undefeated. That's circle if you're on Thanksgiving too. Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Circle that one. Um, I personally think that's probably a must-win game for Baltimore. Then you're gonna play the Cowboys, the Browns, Jacksonville, New York, and Cincy. So you finish out the season with three winnable games. But you have Pittsburgh and Cleveland, two division games. You gotta win both of those. It's getting hairy. You're not doing yourself any favors, Baltimore. Not any favors whatsoever. Uh, let's see. Go to the next game. Patriots lost to the Texans. That's for sure. That's the final nail in the coffin for the Patriots year. There's probably no way they're gonna, you know, make the postseason now. Probably there was no way before this week. Texans get a win. Uh, Cam Newton actually didn't pay awful well, numbers wise. I didn't watch it, but 26 of 40. You would like to see a little better percentage there. 365 yards, one touchdown. I'm surprised they let Cam Newton throw 40 times. Broncos, Dolphins. Broncos, 20. Dolphins, 13. This is one. Now, if you're the Dolphins, I, I look at the Dolphins the same way I look at the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are a better team, but this is kind of their breakout year. They get Tua. They're getting them in the system, trying to get things going, get a rhythm going into next year. Next year, I expect the Cardinals and the Dolphins to be to be ready, to be, you know, contenders, not contenders for Super Bowl, but to, but to be, they're just not there. There's levels to this. Right now, you have the top top level, and then you have the contender level, then you have the bottom level. Right now, the Broncos and Cardinals, they're contending to be in that top level. I think next year might be the year they take the leap and get into it. Chargers, Justin Herbert continues to dazzle, gets a win versus the Jets, 34-28. Jets are still winless, 0-10. Are they going to drop a donut? This the official, the donut watch is underway, well underway for New York. Let's look at who they have. Let's look at their schedule coming up. Miami, Vegas, Seattle, the Rams, Cleveland. So their schedule doesn't get that much easier. Yeah, they're probably going to drop a donut this year. I hate to say it, Jets fans, look away. Do what you got to do to get through this year, but... It's not getting better. It's not getting better anytime soon. The Colts beat the Packers. I keep telling you, I do. I keep saying, watch out for the Colts. They're a sneaky good team, and now they're really starting to prove it. They beat the Packers in OT, 34-31. We look at the box score. Look at, I mean, Phillip Rivers is playing good football. He's he's a veteran. You know what you're going to get from him. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes, and he has these Colts teams winning games. He has them right there in the thick of it. In the playoffs, they're going to be a playoff team. They're a sneaky good team. They're, I still need to see a little bit more from them, but they're a team that probably was in that contention level, and now they're pushing up to that top tier level or into the, the upper tier one teams. My Dallas Cowboys beat the Vikings. Great game overall for my Cowboys. A much-needed win. 
They pulled that out in the fourth quarter. I'm happy for them. Happy for Andy Dalton. Happy for Mike McCarthy. Let's keep it rolling. Don't look now, but the Cowboys have a real, real shot at winning the division. So the NFC East, Philadelphia plays a lot of tough teams. I think they have like four of their next games are versus, I think they play the Saints. They play the Cardinals. They play Seattle, and they play Green Bay. And not in that order necessarily, but those are their next four games. The Cowboys schedule is much easier than that. Just watch. I'm not ready to call it yet, but the Cowboys might win the NFC East. I'm just going to leave that there. They might win it. Don't be surprised when it happens. Fitz told you. Don't be surprised. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. 35, Raiders, 31. Chiefs keep on rolling. They're the best team in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes won the MVP last night. 34 of 45, 348 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 127 yards, one touchdown. The Chiefs are the team to beat in the NFL. I know you Steelers fans want it, want it to be you, undefeated. Still the Chiefs, which leads us into a good segue. Our top five teams. Let me switch back over to my notes real quick. All right, my top five NFL rankings right now. These are my, in my opinion, the five best teams in the NFL. We'll start at five, work our way down to one. Number five, I got Seattle. They had that good win versus Arizona. And without that win, you know, they had two losses. Uh, the last two weeks they lost. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Rams. Two good teams, but back-to-back losses doesn't look great. But this win versus Arizona is enough for me to put them in the top five. The teams that were contending with them was the Packers. They lost to the, the Colts. I figured I can't put the Packers in over Seattle, so I put Seattle in at number five. Number four, we got Tampa Bay. We're going to see what Tampa Bay has up their sleeve in a couple minutes, well, in 30 minutes, when um, Monday Night Football starts. Their only losses, they lost to the Saints twice, which isn't a bad loss, and they lost to the Bears, but that's when the early in the year when the Bears were kind of fooling us with a good record and before they kind of went into this tailspin. Um, play the Rams tonight. We're going to see um, if they can pull out that one. That's a big game for them. The Rams are a really good team. That's a team that's trying to break into this top five rankings. You know, if the Rams beat the Buccaneers next Monday, it might be time to see the Los Angeles Rams in my top five. Number three, we got the New Orleans Saints. Who that nation They've won seven in a row, one without Breeze this week. Look, they're undeniable at this point. They're a top three team in the NFL, seven in a row. Start off the season kind of slow with their first three games, but since then they've been on an absolute tear, winning seven in a row. Saints are my third best team in the NFL. Number two, a little bit of a surprise to some of you. If you're a Steelers fan, look away. Steelers coming at number two. Yes, they're undefeated. Yes, they're 10-0. But that's a little deceiving when you look at their schedule. Who have they played? You have to look. They have an easy schedule. They haven't played a lot of high-caliber teams. They they kind of got lucky. They lucked out with a pretty easy schedule. They're 10-0. Undefeated undefeated, and you got to respect that. So I'm definitely keeping them at number two. But I need to see them, if they finish out the year, string a couple more wins together, maybe they make a play for number one. But right now, it's the Chiefs' spot to lose. I have the Kansas City Chiefs, my number one team in the NFL. The defending champions, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP. Their only loss was to the Raiders, and they beat them last night. 
Um, they haven't shown me enough to put them out. Until they prove to me that they aren't the number one team in the NFL, I'm keeping them right here at number one. They have not had a week where it's like, maybe the Steelers could pass them. Now, with that being said, if Kansas City comes out, loses another game, Pittsburgh keeps stringing wins together, Pittsburgh will pass them. But until then, it's got to be Steelers 2, Kansas City Chiefs 1. And that's what I got for the NFL. As far as we're concerned in the NFL, we're at the 16-minute mark. This might be a good time to remind you guys, or at least not remind you, but to talk to you guys about the schedule going forward with this podcast. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, those are our days I'm posting an episode. Most of them will be posted during the evening, unless something happens and I have to post in the morning. I just like the atmosphere. I like turning these lights on and talking to you guys. So that's why I like to do evening recording sessions. Um... So expect them to drop Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the evening, probably 6 or 7 mountain time, whatever, you know, do the calculations, the math, and figure out what time that would be in your time. Um, Mondays you can expect heavy football. Today we have all football. It's not always going to be all football. We might throw a little NBA and basketball in there, especially with college basketball starting up. Uh, but Mondays mostly be football. Wednesdays we'll go heavy on basketball, and then Friday will be a good mix. Looking forward towards the weekend, college football and NFL, and looking uh, at a little basketball there. So Monday's heavy football, Wednesday's heavy basketball, Friday's our mix. So you can kind of come back. If you like all of it, come here every day. If you don't you know, want to hear NBA talk or whatever, maybe Mondays will be the day for you, Fridays maybe. But that's kind of the schedule I'm playing with going forward. Now, it could change in a week. Like I said, this podcast is new. This is our 15th episode, I believe. So if you're hearing this, you're hearing it very early on. You're hearing a very um, experimentary, if that's even a word, project here. I'm still trying to find my my voice, how I want to structure the episodes, and you know, really just how I want this podcast to go. We're trying to grow, and as we grow, there's going to be changes happening. So if you want to get in early, give it a shot. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. So now let's give the state of college football. This is a new segment I think I'm going to do every Monday from here until the end of the college football season. I give the state of college football, how I see it, the big takeaways, what's going on. My biggest takeaway this week is Ohio State. They passed their big test. They had Indiana, number nine Indiana. I was hearing some rumblings on Twitter. A lot of Twitter fingers going. So hear this? That's the Twitter fingers. A lot of people talking Indiana is going to upset Ohio State. Ohio State pulled out the win, 42-35. to They're looking good for their college football playoff bid. So they play Illinois, Michigan State, and Michigan, who normally that would be a tougher game, not this year. And then they have their conference championship game, probably versus Northwestern. So unless they get upset, it's looking like Ohio State has a pretty good path to the college football playoff. Speaking of the playoff, we got rankings coming out tomorrow, and here's what I'm expecting. When the rankings drop, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to pull out my crystal ball here, and I'm going to predict how I think the rankings are going to go. It's not too hard. I think number one is going to be Bama, number two, Notre Dame, number three, Ohio State, number four, Clemson. To me, that's the only way you can put it right now. In my mind, I would be greatly shocked if it came out any other way. Clemson with the one loss has to be four. Ohio State, three. Notre Dame beating Clemson, that puts them at two. And Bama hasn't lost, and Bama's Bama, so you're going to put them at number one. But with all that being said, there's still a lot 
a lot of football left. There's a lot of wacky stuff that can happen. It's college football. You never know what's going to happen. So first, let's start at Notre Dame. They still have to play Clemson again. That's their big caveat. They beat Clemson once, but keep in mind, Notre Dame is playing in the ACC this year, so they have, they're eligible to play that ACC championship game. And if they play that versus Clemson, they have to get by Clemson. If they lose to Clemson, that could put... Yes, they'd be a one-loss team with their only loss being the conference championship, but I, I just think if you're the playoff committee and you have to pick between you know Notre Dame or another team, and Notre Dame had just lost to Clemson, yes, they beat them before, but coming off a loss in the ACC championship game, do you really put Notre Dame in the college football playoff? I mean, it's going to depend on what other teams do, but it definitely hurts their chances. Notre Dame's best shot to the playoff is win out and find a way to beat Clemson in the ACC championship. If you don't beat Clemson in the ACC championship, it you still can get in. You still have a good argument, but it still gets tough. Bama, now they have a rivalry game versus Auburn, which normally you think Bama's probably going to win that game. Uh, Auburn, still a solid team. It's a rivalry game. Who knows what's going to happen? It could get really wild. It could get really crazy. Um, but I'm expecting Bama to win, but you just never know. Uh, so they need to beat Auburn and win out, and then they need to win the SEC to 100% get in. I say 100% because if they lose to Florida, which is looking like they're going to end up playing Florida in the AC, in the SEC championship game, Florida has a chance to get in. And this is when it's important to know, to draw back to Notre Dame. So let's say this scenario unfolds. Notre Dame wins out and they lose to Clemson in the ACC championship game. Let's say Bama wins out, but they lose to Florida. At this point, you have a one-loss Bama. Florida gets in because they won the SEC championship and they'd be undefeated. So they would get in. Bama has one loss, with their only loss being to Florida. Notre Dame has one loss, with their only loss being to Clemson. Are you going to put Bama, or are you going to put Notre Dame? I'm sure all you Notre Dame fans and all you Bama haters are probably going to be like, you put Notre Dame in. Mm, probably not going to happen. Probably going to go Bama's way in that scenario. So this is why if you're Notre Dame, it's very important that you got to beat Clemson twice. And if you beat Clemson twice, Clemson's out. It's Clemson. Their only path is they got to win out and they got to beat Notre Dame and be a one-loss team in. If they don't, they're not going to get in. Ohio State's path, like we talked about, they're looking, they have a clear path. If they can win out and beat Northwestern, who Northwestern looked good, beat Wisconsin, but people are saying about Indiana, I don't think Northwestern has the firepower to be Ohio State. So they look very good. They look like they have the easiest easiest path to the college football playoff. Then I'd say probably Bama. they got to beat Auburn. Yes, a tough rivalry game, and then beat Florida. But even if they lose to Florida, they still have a good argument as a one-loss team to get into the SEC championship. Plus, they're Bama, so they carry the weight of the Alabama Crimson Tide on their shoulders. And the playoff committee, are you really going to put a one-loss Notre Dame in over a one-loss Bama? I don't think so. I don't think so, Charlie Brown. I just don't. Uh, let's look at... Let's pulling up some NCAA football right now. So, yeah, let me pull it to week 13. There Notre Dame plays North Carolina. Yeah, you gotta win out, Notre Dame. I'm telling you, Notre Dame, if you want... If you're a Notre Dame fan, look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Let's have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation or open up your ears if you're not watching this on YouTube. If you want your team to be in the college football playoff, you have got to win out and you have got to beat Clemson. 
If you don't beat Clemson, you still have a chance, but it gets a lot, a lot murkier, and it gets very tough because Bama, if Bama wins out, you're fine, right? Because you'd have, well, I don't know. There could be other teams. If you're Notre Dame, don't let the committee screw you. Win out, beat Clemson twice, be undeniably good. You have to be undeniable. That's your easiest, no stress-free, that's your, not no stress, that's your easiest stress-free way of getting in the college football playoff. And easy I don't mean easy in terms of playing, but in terms of your paths. Win out, beat Clemson twice, undefeated, undeniable, ACC champions you'd be in. Now, with just one loss in the ACC championship game, it could get a lot murkier. And I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news, but if a team's getting screwed, it's not going to be Bama. It's going to be Notre Dame. That's just how it is. I hate to break it to you, but that's just the way it's going to go. So Notre Dame, if you really want a, tr- a shot, if you really want to get in that playoff, do yourself a favor and just win out. Bama, you're probably going to get in regardless. I can't imagine. And the only way Bama doesn't get in is if they lose a game in the regular season and then lose the SEC championship. If they even lose to Auburn and still win the SEC championship, they're getting in. Now, I'm not sure if they lose to Auburn, if they still can play in the, AC- in the SEC championship. Let me check on that real quick. So, Bama, I imagine they're still... Let's look at the standings. All right, SEC standings. So, Bama, the next closest team is A&M. So, yeah, unless A&M wins out, and I don't know who has the tiebreaker there, but Bama, you know, I, I imagine Bama's going to play in the SEC championship. It's been that way for a while. Don't leave it up to uh, the committee, Notre Dame. Just went out. And you could be the one to knock off Clemson. You went out, beat Clemson twice. Looks very impressive. But if you lose to Clemson, that's when it gets hairy. Ohio State has a fairly easy, not easy, but fairly straight cut path to the uh, college football playoff. Went out, beat Northwestern, you're in. Clemson has to win out and beat Notre Dame, and they're in. Notre Dame has to win out and beat Clemson twice, and they're for sure in. If they don't beat Clemson the second time in the ACC championship game, it gets a little scary. I can picture them getting screwed. I still think they'll get in, but there are scenarios where it could get hairy and it could get scary if Alabama were to lose a game to Florida. Because then at that point, at that point Florida gets in, so now you have Ohio State who's going to be in, Clemson who's probably in, and Florida who's going to be in. Then you have a one-loss Bama and a one-loss Notre Dame who both lost their conference championships, and that's not even looking at outside the current top four. There could be a team outside the current top four who gets thrown into that mix. And then are you really going to count? No, you're not. You're not going to rely on that. If you're Notre Dame, that's the scenario you get screwed. That's the scenario you get out of the playoffs. So that's just the 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 drawback, I guess, of being an independent or being Notre Dame in this situation is you get... You could have a fantastic year, lose one game, and have that one game be to Clemson, and you still might not get in. There is a scenario where that happens, at least in my mind. But at the end of the day, what do I even know? I'm just here. I'm some guy who does this sports podcast. I don't have a degree in sports, although I'm close. I am very close to my degree in sports. Another, another couple years of watching, and I would call myself a self-certified expert. I'm not there yet, but I will be there. Look. Notre Dame, you can take my advice or you can't. Whatever, I'm just saying, if it comes down to screwing you or screwing Bama, you're getting screwed. And that's just the way it goes. But that's all I got. That's been this Monday Football Podcast. Thank you so much 
I really, truly, truly, truly appreciate it. If you're listening or if you're watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe or hit whatever on whatever platform you gotta do to follow, subscribe, head over to Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Twitter, I'm on it all, Fits a Sports Show. Look me up, follow me. We're growing, we're getting better. I'm just gonna keep getting better at this podcast stuff. Look, there might be some times you might cringe watching this now. Keep in mind it's the fifteenth goddamn episode. It's not it's just the very, very, very beginning. We're only going to grow. We're only going to get better. And I would love to have you as part of the family. So make sure to head on over. Check it out. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think. What I can do better. What I did good. I love to hear from you. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Enjoy your week. Enjoy Thanksgiving. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday. The day before Thanksgiving, we'll have a little NBA talk. We'll go over all the rumors, everything. Might throw a little football in there for Thanksgiving Day. We'll have a good one. I'll see you guys then. Peace.